Well, the Apple Sox win the series opener against the Dub C Fish Sticks by a 22-2 score here tonight at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. What Anchi poured on the runs in this one, three in the second, three in the third, seven in the fifth, two in the sixth, and seven in the seventh inning. Lots of love from this one as it got out to a rough start. Dub C scored first. The Apple Sox never, never trailed again after scoring three in the second and would go on to pick up the big win. Xander Orhudo drove in five runs in this one and helped the Apple Sox really pick up this win. An RBI single in the third, bases clearing triple in the fifth, and an RBI single in the seventh in a big inning for him. Big game for Xander Orohudos. Orohudos connects and hammers one out toward right center. That's going to drop down and bounce to the fence. Ponce will easily score. Apodaca's behind him. Gerald sprinting around, and it's a RBI basis clearing triple for the X-Man, Sander Orohudos. 20-run victory for the Apple Sox, their largest margin of victory this season, and a heck of a start to this homestand. It's the first game of an eight-game homestand with a lot more coming up this week as the Apple Sox will look to keep it going and keep the fun times going. A nice win here tonight to pick up their first non-league game of the victory of the season and look to add to it with a two-game sweep. We're joined by one of the Apple Sox stars of the night, Xander Orohudos, who drove in five runs with three different hits. Every base hit he had played at a run. Uh, Xander, thanks for joining us here in the broadcast booth. Uh, strictly, I said it to you when you got up here, strictly business here tonight for the Apple Sox. You guys come home and you brought the bats with you. What's been the key for you guys at the plate and how good this did this feel for you just continuing to add to it with a big night? It felt good. I mean, as a team, obviously, we were swinging it really well. So it felt good. Um, obviously, it's a non-league, so we are going in there with kind of just have fun and swing yeah. the bat, see the ball good, and play, play hard. Do you think that's kind of a lesson for, like, you know, even if this is a game that doesn't necessarily count, there's still a way to be playing free, loose, and easy, but also confidently? A hundred percent, yeah. I mean, for me especially – I need to do a better job at doing that because, you know, I'm like, oh, this game matters and this mm -hmm. game doesn't. But I need to get a, uh, do better do, uh, at that. But you jumped, fun. you jumped up to leadoff in the order here tonight. You've been batting kind of middle of the order, kind of helping to reset the table, batting fifth a lot of times. What was that like being at leadoff? Instead of really having to start rallies, you were the ones just kind of adding to them tonight, though. It's hard to top Joe Ichiro, you know. So he's usually there in that leadoff spot, but he had the day off. So yeah. I, I said, I got to do what Joe Ichiro does now. Yeah. You, know, you had the one stolen base, so that was pretty similar <laughs> in that regard. But <laughs> it was a pretty exciting one. We're joined by Xander Orohudos here on the postgame show. Three runs scored for you in this one as well. Uh, again, we talked about it. it's a non-league game in a lot of ways. This doesn't matter a ton. But what were some things that you were thinking about as you were stepping up at the plate each time today, knowing – you were probably going to get around five or six plate appearances. In fact, you got seven in this one. So what were some of the things you were working on with this game? I felt jumpy um, in Canada a little bit, and a little bit before that I felt jumpy. I was jumping at the ball. So today I knew we were going to see some lower-end arms, um, and I wanted to see the ball deep and try to hit the ball over the fence on the right side mm -hmm. instead of, jumping at it, pulling it. and So I just try to yeah. stay the other way, see as long as I can, and be quick to it. Second straight game where a couple of uh, pinch hitters had opportunities. Pitchers had a chance to come <laughs> in and pinch hit late. Uh, what was the reaction in the dugout when Quincy Vassar and Riley Sinclair came out in the eighth to hit? It sucks that it happens this way, but the dugout comes to life when yeah. those guys get out there. It's awesome to see. 
Not as exciting as on Sunday, though, when Riley got the base hit to right. <laughs> this time hits into a double play. But hey, he's still hitting 500 now. That's right. Still a, still a great batting average. Xander, thanks for joining us here today. Appreciate it. That was Xander Orohudos, Apple Sox infielder, who was the second baseman tonight, picked up three hits in this one, scored three runs, and drove in five runs. We're joined now by another Ellensburg native. It's Davis Spencer, who will pitch in his second game here this summer. And Davis, for you, the task has been kind of simple. You've had to work your way up a little bit. You pitched the last homestand. You pitch here today. What's it been like to slowly improve in terms of pitch count a little bit each time and feel like you're getting to a place where you're more and more comfortable? Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, it's tough to begin with because you know that you only have a certain amount of pitches to work with, but I understand the reasoning behind it. Yeah. So it's it's good to get back out there. It's good to keep keep throwing every uh, every other week out here. It's really just a process that you got to keep trusting, know that the pitch count's going to keep building up, and you just got to get used to being out there, and then things start happening. Explain that process to fans. I, I don't know how many fans are aware of how pitchers have these pitch counts they have to adhere to. Explain what yours is to the fans so they're aware, oh, that's why we're not seeing the guy who lights up the gun pitching every other night. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, so I had to take a couple weeks off because our uh, my spring season at my junior college finished super late, so my college coaches wanted me to take a couple weeks off. And so with pitching, obviously, your arm health is super important as well as any other position. But with pitching, it's all arm and all your legs. And so you, you don't want to rush anything. You, you want to be extra careful. So keeping a certain pitch count, like I think it was 20 last week and now it was up to 30, it just really helps build the arm strength and keep you healthy and ready to go for every week. You neglected to mention why your season went a little bit late. It was because you guys won the National uh, Juco World Series. What was that like, and what's that been like kind of taking that energy into summer ball? Uh, it was awesome. I could not ask for a better experience down in Arizona. I, it was one of the best times I've ever had playing baseball. I learned so much from my coaches, from my, my other teammates. It was really good. It was really good to learn from the, some of the older guys just uh, like what a winning culture is really like, and it's been it's been nice to kind of translate that to summer ball because you learn from other people what it's like to uh, to carry yourself as like a champion, and you like to bring that onto the field and act like it every day. What's it like playing on a team of the Apple Sarks where you're reunited with a few guys from Ellensburg? It's, it uh, it's awesome. It's really good. It's awesome to turn around and see Xander behind my back. I haven't played with him in six years, four, five, six years. It's awesome. It's I never thought I would be able to do it again, and then we got Hunter Gibson, mm -hmm. who I got to play with in high school, one of my best friends for the last yeah. five, six years, which is awesome to see him in the dugout with me. It truly is a blessing to see my guys behind me all the time. How he's been able to keep his eligibility, Xander, that is, is a mystery to all of us, despite <laughs> all this time. When did he start college? 2010 at this point? I mean, he, he's been in school for forever, but definitely, definitely the experience. Davis, thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Prior to Tuesday's game, I had a chance to catch up with Apple Sox third baseman Michael Davini, who was coming off of a three-hit effort in game two of the doubleheader from Sunday. Give a listen. Michael, you started the season red hot. Through your first 13 games, you were hitting 400. You had a hit in each of the first 12 games. And it was funny, right around the time when you moved from second down to the batting order to, I think, third, you played a few times fourth and fifth, you had a little bit of a tough stretch. How did you get out of that tough stretch? Because it was, you know, a hot first half of June, tough second half, and now you're kind of back to where you started out and playing really consistent ball. What's been the key for your turnaround at the plate? Honestly, it's just trusting my approach, kind of relaxing my eyes, relaxing my body, and really taking every day, eat like one day at a time, not really focusing on the results as much and kind of focusing on the process. And once I got the result out of my head, I was able to kind of focus more on what I wanted to do at the plate, and then it all started kind of coming back to me. Talk to me about that change in your spot in the batting order. You batted third this past Sunday in game two as well as game one, and 
three hits on the second game. So it didn't seem to matter that day. But you've bounced between second and third. And like I said, which where do you, where do you like hitting a little bit more in the order? Uh, for me, it's not too much of a preference. Uh, normally, three, four, five, you'll get a little bit more breaking balls just based on yeah. stereotypes and stuff like that. But um, I like hitting second. I feel like I get a lot of fastballs early in counts, and I can kind of capitalize on them when I ambush. But three, four, it never really bothered me. I hit three the entire year at Saddleback this last year. So it's really kind of just understanding what a pitcher wants to do, where you're hitting, also if they have any prior knowledge to who you are as a hitter, and then kind of just going from there based off their tendencies and at-bats previously in the game. Chatting with Michael Davini ahead of tonight's game between the Apple Sox and the Dub C Fish Sticks. One thing that kind of hurt you late in June was an ankle injury. You got a little bit of time off. Do you think that while you were recovering, it kind of helped just to have a couple days to relax and focus solely on that recovery and then come back and be the best version of yourself? Yeah, I would say the a few days did help me. Um, it helped me mentally more than it did physically. I felt like my body was fine. I was playing every day, and I f felt good, but... I feel like the few days that I got off mentally really helped me because I was able to take a step back from baseball, focus on things that were a little bit more important like my ankle and kind of getting back healthy again. I had the episode this year during my season, but it was a lot worse. So I kind of knew how to handle it this time and was able to get back out there quick. But uh, yeah, I would say those, those few days I had off definitely helped me with my mental game and really helped me lock back in. What did it mean on this road trip to come home with four of six for the team? Obviously, things in Kelowna were kind of stagnant offensively. Not everything you really wanted to get done at the plate, but then you guys, you got to uh, Nanaimo, rather, and the floodgates kind of opened up. What did it mean to sweep that series and come home winners of four of the last six? Oh, it feels great. I mean, you always want to take both series whenever you go out there. Uh, unfortunately, we had a few balls not go our way in Kelowna, so, but that's just baseball. But to sweep Nanaimo and come away with four wins was huge. And I think we're going to keep it rolling and get a spot in these playoffs. Yeah, we'd love to see that. Well, Mike, you're not in the lineup today. Enjoy the day off. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. Wenatchee takes on the Dub C Fish Sticks again on Wednesday night at 6.35 p.m. before an off day on Thursday. Big series coming up this weekend, Friday through Sunday, is the Corvallis Knights, the five-time defending West Coast League champions come into town. Get your tickets for those now at saferseating.com or listen live to all the action on kcsyfm.com. I'm Joel Norman, and if you don't already, please subscribe to the Apple Sox podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That way you get the newest episodes downloaded as soon as they become available. I'm Joel Norman. This is the Apple Sox podcast.